0: Welcome to the Self-Taught Designer Podcast. You discovered you have a passion for design. You love learning new things and exploring new ways to be more creative. So what you did, you dove head first. Don't know what you're doing, but you keep on going. You are passionate, dedicated, and one heck of a creative genius. But you doubt yourself. You question if you can do all these things. The truth is, yes, you can do it. I myself is a self-taught designer and I had the same question and doubts every day. But I know I got something to share and so do you. That is why I am on a mission to help you fellow savvy self-taught creatives that despite all the procrastination, self-doubt, we have something to offer to the world and our creativity is a gift worth exploring. So come and join me as I share my story, tips, mistakes, learnings so that you can learn from it all. So let's go and dive right in and today Episode. Hey, self taught designer! Alright, so I'm just so happy to be back. It's gonna be another week of our episode here in the self-taught designer podcast and this is actually a pre-recorded interview wherein we have our special guest Anna Franson or soon to be Anna Rupp Um, and she is actually my business coach in 2021 and has really helped me a lot in my business and we are going to be talking more about heart-centered entrepreneurship basically how she really me a lot on what we did things and I hope you actually find this inspirational and you find value on some of the things that she have shared and of course if you would like all to follow her make sure to check out our description in this podcast and if you actually would like to um, give me some feedback about our episodes here, please do feel free to email me at hello at design.com I'll really appreciate that a lot. I'm just so excited to actually get this um, podcast going because I'm just so excited for all of those um, self-taught designers out there that I hope you all find this very valuable and helpful in your own journey. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into that episode are just going to get things going because for today we have a very special guest and I just love bringing in amazing experts who have touched my life and the different things that they do in my business right but for this particular um, broadcast that we have we are currently live in our Facebook page and our Facebook personal page as well as YouTube and you can also subscribe to our podcast which is the self-taught designer podcast and we're in you can also listen if you want to kind of listen for some amazing tips from this amazing woman that we have right now right okay so as you all know every thursday we show up bringing you some amazing tips and tricks but for today we have my mentor and my coach and has really helped me last year in particular and i'm so excited to really show to you all or kind of um share with you all how to run a business. That is a heart-centered business with no fear of selling and being fully booked, and really having that relationship to really help more of whom you serve in your business, right? So our special guest is a therapist-turned-coach, green tea obsessed mama of two, a radical optimistic. Hey, any optimism, right? I love that positive outlook. Anna is actually the founder of the Eleven Thousand Strong Heart-Centered Entrepreneur Group, and she as Joining us right now. Hello. Thank you so much for having me.
1: I'm so excited to chat with you. Yes, 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 yes. And happy St. Patrick today. I know. Look at this. I this is one thing I love about you, Joanna. Like, and I just want to say, like, for anyone watching this, because I've had the honor of supporting you behind the scenes, like who you are behind the scenes in front of like, you're just the most integrity-filled, enthusiastic human. And I'm just so excited to chat with you. Hence the like. Beautiful Bliss of St. Patty's Day. (laughs) This is just so you. (laughs) Really have it ready for the theme, and I'm just so excited that –
0: um, we are really doing this. And thank you so much for coming on board. And I know you got a lot of things going on, which I just love to share um, with our savvy audience because when we really got connected, when I really found you, I was really like, okay, you know, like, what is she doing? Follow around, you know, how can she really like help me and everything? And then we worked together for a whole year, right? I think that's the longest, the longest, <laughs> the longest um coach and mentor that I have. And I really just have that one. So, but Anna, I know I did a little bit of an introduction. I would like you to share more about
1: the things that you do so that our audience can really learn who you are. Thank you for sharing. Sure. I'll do my intro, but I want to say like giving you credit for like I feel like you're both ENFPs, you know what I mean? And so like it's hard for ENFPs to like stick to one thing, whether it's like a coach or a uh uh offer or a niche, you know? And so I just think like I'm similar. I've been with my coach for a long time too, but I think it takes a lot of discipline and focus to to not be distracted by shiny objects, and so we have that in common. Yeah. Um, my name is Anna. Uh, Franzen, actually, just as of yesterday, changed to Anna Rap because I'm changing my name back after my divorce. Um, and I am the founder of the Heart Centered Entrepreneur Community, where I get to mentor amazing women to make more money with all of the heart, um, and not neglecting what matters most to them, which is usually family, which is usually freedom. Um, and I'm just thankful. Thank you for having me here yes yes
0: and I just love how your journey your story you've really been you know um taking us into everything that is in your life and your story and everything I just love that one it makes me get to know you more beforehand and I think that's one thing why I like also how you really show up for your community for your audience because of that message that you have right so I know that you've started off as a therapist you know you have already that experience of talking building that relationship helping them out what made you decide to kind of transition into really coaching more of, especially in business and women trying to build their dreams
1: Oh man. So I was doing my therapy day job and I actually loved it. I really loved so many parts of like being a therapist and connecting with, um, mostly women and working with them one-on-one. But I had this like feeling like there was something more, There's something more for me. So I started like doing, um, like workshops at a local coffee shop and just kind of like exploring, like, what would it be like to not just work with like humans that are, um, in a season of struggle, getting them to baseline level health. But how do I work with people that are already women specifically thriving and helping them like you do even better, right? Like how do I work with women that are already ambitious, already experiencing success and like helping them boost to the next level? Um, and I really fell in love with it. Like working with women that are ambitious, that have big dreams, that have big hearts and, um, it hasn't been a perfect journey, certainly, but I am so glad that I did take the journey. And I just felt so thankful for being able to, to coach. Like, I think I really fell in love with coaching. Yes.
0: And yeah, I mean, you know, it's just amazing who who the people that you actually really help to elevate and to scale more of their business. Now, one of the core things in your coaching is really the Mm heart-centeredness you know we especially as women i always say that when you actually give a woman like money or the millions or the success they it's the ripple effect is much bigger i think yes i I just have that one like it just not just more than that just the reason and why we do a lot of things tell me a little bit about that heart-centeredness because later on we're gonna shift a little bit on the sales sides of things right making sure that both goes hand in hand
1: Oh my goodness. Well, like I'm a believer that we can have both as heart-centered women, right? Like I think we think it has to be one or the other. Either we have a business that is generous, that gives back, where we care about our clients, where we, you know, make time for our family, or we have a business where we're making money and take and but i think like we can have both right we can like absolutely care about our clients and their results that kind of is what makes us unique as heart centered women but we still have equal access to abundance and wealth and success and feeling f- fully taken care of and like making our priorities um a priority in our life and business so i think like for me being a heart centered entrepreneur is like knowing that we can have both yes
0: yeah, because there's a lot of things, right? When you when we try to go into business, I mean, we are in business to earn, um, to sail. Yeah. Because for me, when we were diving, I really had this one that you know, when we sail, it's actually a service. It yes. is a service to whoever I am selling my 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 packages, right? But sometimes you know how the online kind of shifted and saying that oh, you don't have to be salesy, Pamcy, you know, like because you know you have to be just all oh, of this. And in everything now, there is a there's a gap of feeling like okay, I want to be that create impact, really you know hard and everything. Now I'm losing the essence because I'm so scared to not like you know to be like oh I'm too salesy in some sense. Now what are like the basic steps to kind of get rid of that mindset that hey yes you are like what you mentioned right you can do both. What are some simple stuff if someone is kind of just so stuck with oh i don't want to be sailing because they might find me too salesy of some stuff
1: well first i just want to say like you're not alone like i definitely struggle with at the start of my business i always tell the story of like when i first sold out my first group program as a life coach I felt awful. Like I told my husband at the time, like, I feel like I'm spam- scamming people. He was like, are you scamming people? I was like, no, it's just that it felt weird making money, doing something I loved, like something I didn't have to charge for, though I realized I do need to charge for this because like if I want to quit my job, I was pregnant at the time, right? Like there's just this weird thing that goes in on our head of like, we want to make money, but also we feel bad about making money. So I think it's first realizing like you're totally not alone if you have some money mindset blocks, Right. Um, the other thing, my biggest advice is like I start to start to reframe how I looked at sales. Like I always encourage my clients to like pick a word instead of sales that feels more aligned for them, like inviting, right? I'm just inviting people to my paid work. I'm not forcing them to take it, you know, but what I am doing is I'm getting really excited about what I have to offer. I believe it's life changing and it feels really good and exciting for me to invite people to my paid work all the time.
0: Yes, yes, that is so true Cause especially as creative or anyone who's creating once we enjoy doing something it's like should i be paid for it you know and then you have this also outside mentality oh uh you know that's just something you do can you just make it cheaper or some of this sort right but then that's why you're diving more into that and being able to solve some whatever issues or problems that other people have especially because you are really diving into it and it's really more of service as well to others. Now, um, one of the key things that I really love about what we did, so Anna and I started working on the mastermind with amazing 20 of us, right? And the first one, was at 20? I can't remember something. I think it might have been a little bit less. I think it might yeah. have been a little oh, less. Oh, yeah. Because I think we were divided into two groups. And yeah, it was really fun. fun. And I love how um, how I started was really just following you. And you really show up to your audience and everything. And we did have that one. And then we had the one-on-one session for the last six months. And one of the key things I really love, the things that I really love about Anna is I thought, like, it's okay to be boring to be bored. I think that's okay to be bored. <laughs> and yeah. this, that's true. So I want to touch base on that one, especially for someone like me or someone like, like you mentioned, we're kind of similar. Like we're so like shiny objects. We want to do a lot of things. We do a lot of, um. tell me a little, because that, that, advice really helped me hit my first six figure on last year. Um, you know, let us, okay, we have fun. Tell me a little bit about what the concept about that. Cause some people might be like, huh, what, you
1: know? Yes. I love it. It's so big, especially for people like us who are ENFPs, who are dreamers, who are big thinkers. Right. I think like when someone's making like 50 K in their business, right. To really get them to break through to six figures and honestly beyond it's realizing that as a CEO of your business, we want our life to be exciting right? We want to make a lot of money so we can have an exciting life and take vacations and be with friends. But in general, what makes a business really profitable in the long term and really stress-free is starting to repeat things, right? Mm -hmm. Is doing a little bit less innovating and a little bit more refining your programs, refining your systems, bringing on like things that are a little bit boring, but realize what isn't boring is making a ton of money Mm -hmm. and being able to have a business that's not stressful, you know? And so we're trading a little bit of that for less stress, more money, more fun in our life.
0: Yes, because the more focus, and so funny, like all the books right now that I've been reading, it really boils down to that, like focus, focus, be that, that, Mm -hmm. that really good in what you do and really just help you a lot. And throughout that journey of focusing, one other thing that I really love every time we work together is that allowing yourself to celebrate. Mm. And you taught me that I did a very expensive, <laughs> but fun, <laughs> you know, during the last year celebration. And why do you think like sometimes we really forget to celebrate and why is it really important to celebrate whether it's a small win or a big win?
1: I love this question. And you have really mastered celebrating. I think it's because as ambitious women, we're always looking towards the next goal, right? We're always like when we hit something, we start hitting 5K months. Okay, now I hit it 7K months. I hit 7K months, I hit it 10K, right? <clears throat> the carrot always moves. And while it's good to be ambitious and have goals, if we don't stop to celebrate, we start to slow down our growth right? Instead of like stopping to be like, wow, I did that thing. I hit that goal. I hit that metric. I'm going to stop and celebrate and know that that's going to propel me to my next goal faster from this energy of like, I'm proud of myself. I'm doing good instead of like, I'm not enough. I haven't hit it yet. It's just like a different energy. Number one, it helps us hit our goals faster, but also we're less miserable on the way to meeting our goals because we're feeling good about ourselves instead of like beating ourselves up.
0: Yes, I agree because sometimes I have that feeling because, you know, especially if you're like the go-getter and ambitious, like, okay, I've hit this one, next one, like next one, and then you put a lot of pressure in your head, like, and then you kind of forget and you always bring me down. Okay, Joanna, hold on. Let's just put things as well. What was the, you know, what was the highlight of that stage that you, let's celebrate it and, you know, let's acknowledge that you've done that one. And I really love, and I really love that one. So in terms of celebrating, for those of you that know, so when we had the last year and one of my biggest sale year, we actually went to an expensive restaurant and I brought my step and my family, remember, for the new year. So that was really fun. And we actually, Anna, we booked that one October together. I don't know if you remember it. you like... Joanna, okay. Look for a restaurant, whatever it is. Book it now. If it don't happen, you can cancel and everything. And I think that's the thing that I'm, I'm now captured
1: and want to keep on doing for sure. <laughs> you book and giving you credit that you booked that restaurant and that celebration before you hit the six figures, right? <laughs> Knowing that, of course, I'm going to celebrate because of course I'm going to hit that goal. And that's such a different energy than like being so critical of ourselves on the way to a goal, right?
0: Yes, for sure. And one other thing, so, you know, in business, you have your mindset, you have your, you know, um, like celebrating things, you have that focus as well. Um, Another thing is one thing that I really love, which I already practiced um, when I was in a corporate and so forth, it was really like knowing the things that is going behind your business and really having that called CEO day. So Anna is one of those things that, you know, as busy as you have, you absolutely allocate two or one day sit down review everything um tell me a little bit about how powerful that is and why do you really incorporate that one that ceo day like ceo day
1: Yes. I'm a huge, huge fan of this. The actual, the first person I heard about this from was, um, Natalie Eckdahl, actually. And I would say like about two and a half years ago, I started doing this, which is like every month taking a minute to reflect in my business and just ask myself what's working, what's not working, like re-strategizing. Now I actually, like you said, have two CEO days a month, one where I do a little bit more like workshopping or like a project in my business. Um, like a course I'm working on or whatever, but I do think that time, ideally, out of your house, out of your office, whether it's like at a coffee shop or an Airbnb, I try to rent an Airbnb, um, to get that time to refocus on your business, I think has been such a game changer for me.
0: Yes, because I remember when I was in a corporate time, you know, we have those quarterly review, annual review, meteor review. So as a business owner, it's very important as well to really go and do those activities in order for you to see the overall picture. Because sometimes if you're a solo entrepreneur, we wear a lot of multiple hats that we kind of just like and... Speaking of multiple hats, one of the key things as well that we've talked to was the delegation and also finding um, suitable teams that to really help me. Um, tell us a little bit about your process. Once an entrepreneur or some of our savvy entrepreneurs here are in the stage or we're in, okay, it's about time for me to find good, good, you know, people to be part of my team. Um, like, what are your tips when it comes to that?
1: Oh man, I just think team is just so essential again like to grow and scale your business. I know for me, I would not be where I am today without my team. I know you can say the same, right? And so I think as entrepreneurs and CEOs, just like we had to learn how to get visible, we had to learn how to sell. The next skill set that I work with a lot of my clients on is team, right? <laughs> how to manage team, how to care for a team. Um and that skill set of being a good team manager that I feel like Joanna you have like really nailed. Um Is just an imperative skill. So I think it's just owning like, oh, this may be a little rough. It might be a little hard to work out, but this is a skill that's worth building because as an entrepreneur, no matter what businesses I own over the next few decades, knowing how to manage, hire, refine team is just where it's at.
0: Yes. And I'm so thankful for sure, because during that year we we're together is that I was really able to find amazing, uh, amazing team members. And I want to give a shout out to because last week I was and I was on leave for one week. And the only time I opened my phone was like maybe in the middle of like towards sleeping and early morning. But in between I was off and you know me, I was like, a, I'm a phone addict, right? With everything. But I want to give a shout out to Cindy and to Jelaine. Thank you so much. You have been an amazing gift to my business. Thank you. Thank you so much. We for love all you, you
1: Cindy and Jolene. I oh, by the way, when we always I only heard positive things about you behind the scenes. So just true. Joanna really does love you and appreciate you.
0: <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. So with that, you know, building team and I love we've really covered like aspect in our business. Um, and then um, another thing is I want to because one of the things that I really love that gravitates me to you is that you show up, you have a business schedule. If you own know Anna behind the scenes, she's really like a busy schedule and everything. Um, how do you like, cause there, there are really coaches that really focus on their clients. Right. And we're in, they kind of, Either forget like to show up to build more of their presence so that they can attract more other clients. How do you actually do this one? Like manage everything because you have a community of eleven thousand. You have a program that you've just launched this month. Um, you have multiple you know sets of one-on-one clients. And so Tell me a little about the behind-the-scenes
1: of. Anna's calendar. (laughs) It's so funny that you say that because, you know, I'm recently dating again and my boyfriend always makes the comment of like, thank you. You're so busy. And I'm like, "Mm, am I really though? Like, I know that when you look at my calendar, it's like, but I don't feel busy and I don't feel stressed. And here's why I think why, right? Like for me, I have small children still there, five and seven. And so, um, for me, it's a high priority that I don't work a lot. I work about 25 hours a week, and that's it. You know, I've always worked a small amount in my business. So yes, my schedule is like deep, 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 deep. But I like it that way because it means that when I'm not working, I have a lot of time for my babies, for my friends, you know, um, for the things that matter to me. And so I think it like makes it worth it. The other thing is my hours, because I have such a strong team, and because I've even able to delegate so much in my business, the things that I do, I actually enjoy. Like this right here. I just love you and I love talking to you, right? Like when I coach my clients, I get off of a group coaching call feeling really happy, you know? And so I think like the key as you grow and scale your business is making sure that you do what you like (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I think I really love what I do so it doesn't feel busy. It doesn't feel like work, you know, both on the client services end and on the marketing end right? When you think about what do you do to market your business and are you just doing what Susie does or are you doing what fuels you? Like right now with you, you pick live stream interviews because you're so good at interviewing people. You're so good at connecting. You're so good on camera, right? So I think for me, because I pick the marketing actions that I like, because I pick the clients that I like (laughs) and the containers that I like, I like coaching women either one-on-one or in intimate circles yes. um it just makes it feel like i'm not busy and it's easy to have those boundaries um what's my answer? set up yes
0: yes i agree i love that one i love how every you know like the even the the onboarding process the communication process and because i am more of a person as well who take action and kind of know like i'm not really like handheld but with with anna with us it was really more of a partnership team like hey i have this idea what are your thoughts oh let me take action and then we we'll use okay joanne because when we first onboard in a one-on-one meeting we use Basecamp as a form of communication and then there is a time period of reply and everything and there is really it's not really like a i like how you in. it's not like a not a baby babysitter coaching
1: no you know? like, no
0: you know and no it's like we are both we are grown up we are yes. running a business we yeah. have our own time schedule but we have that sense of relationship to have that communication and you know feedback as well but lastly for sure is that i love how you actually listens you listen really i love how you act One thing I really love about you, and er when I was really, you know, looking back in all our sessions that we have, but I'm going to talk one more session that we have actually that made me cry. Well, every time, actually, Anna will agree. I always cry in our session. (laughs) It's good. I think, like, this is, like, we need more of that, right? Yes, I always crave for session. But yeah, no my my train of thought. Uh, just how you actually really ask question, acknowledge, you know, kind of pause. I love how you do that one. I am just like sharing it. Like I love I, I want to thank you for that. That how you actually do kosher. You ask question, you pause, you acknowledge the challenges, you celebrate the the wins, and then you try to see like Do you think it will, you know, like, do you think it will better this way? Or what if, it's not like, you should do it this way. You should do it this way. You know, I like how you really do it. And thank you for that. Because it really allowed me to have that sense of my ideas actually make sense. You know, like, oh, this decision actually makes sense. And I I don't know why I'm teary eyed. but
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Because you are a brilliant kick-ass coach, right? And so I think like as... We just need to, I mean, your coach should always make you feel that way. And if you're watching this and your coaches not make you feel that way, (laughs) it's important to have people that honor your, that give you ideas that are like, Hey, try this, but also honor your autonomy, honor your brilliance, honor your role as the CEO of your business. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I think that's one thing that I have really learned is like I am still the CEO of my business. I need that accountability, that partner, that partner who like helps me grow and really escalate. And I just really love that one. And lastly, for sure, I know you have your, your time is that the last session we had wherein I put two hats as the creative Joanna and the CEO Joanna. That was, I told my husband with that one because he said, why there's a, why are there a lot of the boys' hats in your office? <laughs> ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I said, oh, well, Anna actually made me do a role play. And guys... That's why, you know, I know we kind of, I just really highly recommend you, Anna. Like, Aww. you know, I love, I I just love and I hope. Like I had some friends like, hey, you know, asking who we are. Um, in our different in different stages in my business and in my life, people like you really create an impact. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know we kind of put a hold with our coaching right now, but I don't think it that way. It was just like Anna, let's just, you know, in terms of that, that that one-on-one coaching, but
1: I don't feel it that way. Cause I always go show up in your group. Yes. Like, hey. yes. <laughs> you know? We will forever be connected. I really feel like people always ask me, like, would you coach your friends? And I'm like, yeah, I would. Because my, even people that I don't know that I coach become my friends. So either someone's my friend and then my client or my client and then my friend, you know? And yeah. so I think like, it's just so, such an honor, Joanna, to be connected with you and you're just a friend and a gem. And I just love you.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Anna. Thank you. I'm just like, it's just it just fun. It, just, it was fun. It was really fun and everything. And, you know, of course, uh, I'm just in, in the back scene and everything like, hey, Anna, it's time again and everything. But Anna, so I know that you've actually launched and I think you've closed the door for your new program. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I know that is that. But if you are coaches, please do stay tuned because I know you have the mastermind, yeah. um, the solid Heart. And then you have the coaching, the one on one intensive, mm-hmm. and then you have the new program. And the, this is how I love Anna. Anna took, I think, two years. Where you focus on the sell at heart and the mastermind and the one-on-one. And then this is a new program. So that's one thing that I've really
1: learned about Anna. Focus, 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 focus. (laughs) Even though we want to like create new programs every month, right? We have to be like, no, no, no. Focus on what you currently have. And what has helped me with that too is like, so my main thing that I offer for women is the sell with heart mastermind that you did, right? And I think it's like reminding yourself how amazing your current programs are to me is what helps me stay focused on selling what's present
0: yes so make sure to actually check out anna's website for all of her um, packages and services whether it's a group coaching or a one-on-one or whatever program even her guys if you want to learn more about anna just the content and the value she gives Mm -hmm. check out her facebook group she goes there in a month give you a series of information and i am still like every day like Hey, I knew something or I acknowledge this. Yeah, this is a good reminder, Anna, you know. So everything that you actually really have is just really powerful and really help. And I think that's where that gravitate me. Someone who show up, someone who says what she teaches. That's one thing about yes. Anna that I love. So, yeah. So, Anna, what else, where else can our audience, our savvy audience, um, actually find you? And how can they reach out to you? Should they be interested in
1: working with you? You are the sweetest. So the best place is, uh, the heart center entrepreneur podcast and, um, the heart center entrepreneur Facebook community. And then if you want to connect with me, um, you can email me or you can contact me on my website and set up a clarity call is the best way to get a feel for if my coaching is a fit for you
0: yes yay thank you so much anna it is such an honor to have you i've been you know i've been really waiting for us to do a live video together and um thank you for everything that you have done for me you have really touched my business my mm. my life um you know i am just celebrating you as an amazing um entrepreneur and heart centered. thank you so much Shemana, thank you okay i'm
1: gonna go before you make me cry
0: <laughs> okay thank you all right thank you anna All right, so you see how really sometimes we just can be vulnerable with people have really affected our life in different ways. And that's a reason why I actually do live video. I do interviews because all of these people have such an amazing gift to share that they may actually create an impact, whether you work directly with them or maybe you just start following them and learning from them because they really do show up. So make sure to stay tuned every Thursday here in our personal page, Facebook page, and YouTube about our Savvy Thursday where we offer you some amazing tips and tricks. And by the way, if you actually would like to learn more about what we do with your branding, website, social media management, and graphic design, make sure to check out SavvyShakeDesign.com because I'm so excited to chat with you. All right, till next time, have a wonderful day. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. Till next time, make sure to subscribe in our podcast as you learn more tips and tricks that can really help you as a self-taught designer. So make sure to stay tuned on our next episode.